0: To Where I Long To Be, a magical trip report podcast. My name is Virginia and I am your host. Today's episode is a pre-trip report with Miranda and Corey Benfield, who live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. For regular listeners, you will remember that John from two pre-trip reports ago was also from a similar part of North Carolina, and that is purely coincidence. Also a coincidence is the fact that Miranda and I grew up in the same small town of Hendersonville, North Carolina, so you will hear us connecting on that. If you aren't familiar with Hendersonville, which is understandable, it's about 20 minutes south of Asheville, North Carolina, in the middle of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Lots of movies have been filmed in our neck of the woods, and probably the most famous is Dirty Dancing. But in terms of Disney connections, the movie Heavyweights, starring... Ben Stiller, among others, was also filmed there. While I spent my childhood itching to move to bigger places, which is how I found myself in New York City, it is a super cute town and it's worth a visit if you are in the area. Okay, let's get into this pre-trip conversation with Miranda and Corey. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. How are both of you doing today?
1: We're great. Thank Thank you so much for having us.
0: I'm so excited to talk to you both. Can you first introduce yourselves? Uh, you can give your handle on Instagram and kind of give us a little uh, insight into who you are and how you became obsessed with Disney, I'm going to say, because I can see on the shelf behind you, you have lots of Disney decor in your home, and I love it. I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can start. So, my name's Miranda. Um, We live in North Carolina, so we actually live in Charlotte. So I grew up going to Disney, and we traveled there every other year. Once Corey and I met, we ended up honeymooning at Disney. He'd only been to Disney twice, and I said that he didn't truly get the experience (laughs) because they stayed off property both times. So when we went for our honeymoon, we stayed on property, had the dining plan, all of that. Mm-hmm. I think the rest is history ever since then. He's been obsessed. And so we go about every three months. It's easy to catch a flight out of Charlotte or we mm-hmm. drive if it. it's a longer trip. You want to introduce yourself?
2: My name is Corey, like she said. Um, I grew up in a small town. We went to Disney twice. Didn't do it right, like she, like Marina said. But when we got together, I wanted to do what she wanted to do for a honeymoon. It was mm-hmm. that was to go to Disney, and we went to Disney for our first time together as a couple, and that was our honeymoon. And I fell in love with Disney, um, just with all the food, the drinks, and the nostalgic purposes of Disney. And then and now we became annual pass holders for mm-hmm. past three years, and then DVC members, um, so we could go to Disney for so many years after this.
1: Mm-hmm. We have forty seven years left.
0: Forty seven years left on our contract. <laughs> Okay, well, I have to ask, where's your home resort,
1: Riviera? Oh, nice,
0: nice, nice. Okay, all right. I am a Copper Creek girl myself, and uh, have have absolutely no regrets about purchasing DVC. But just you know, always have to recognize it's not for everybody. Like you have to really love Disney because they they will. Try to say that you can use your points other places. It's just really not worth it. But if you love going to Disney, it's completely worth it. And Riviera is just beautiful. I love Riviera. The restaurants there, the little petit cafe. It's it's the greatest. It has
2: the best chicken sandwich on property. If you like grilled chicken, it is the best grilled chicken sandwich that I've had ever. And that's really a,
0: that's is it down good. at Primo Piatto. Okay. I have not tried that yet. I've only hopped over to Primo Piatto at breakfast time.
1: So the same chicken sandwich that is at Primo Piatto is also at Bar Riva. Mm -hmm. It comes with the same French fries and stuff. My mom and I actually went on a mother-daughter trip back in January. She requested that we leave Epcot so that we could go back and have another chicken sandwich.
0: Okay. I think that speaks to how Good it must be. So I'm adding that to my Riviera bucket list. I have not stayed at Riviera yet either. I've been there multiple times to eat and just hang out, but I am very much looking forward to when I get the opportunity to stay there. So I have another follow-up question. Um, you honeymooned in Disney. Where did you stay on that honeymoon trip? So we stayed at the All-Star Sports. Sports. <laughs> All-Star okay. Sports uh,
2: I wanted something cheap, so I was like, let's go to All-Star Sports. This is this is good. We could stay here for multiple nights. I think we did seven days. Mm-hmm. We did a mm-hmm. week um, just at All-Star Sports.
0: Okay. So Disney fanatics out of Charlotte. I seem to have interviewed a lot of people from the Charlotte area, and it is – purely coincidence because I, you, I'm not sure if you've li- listened to any of the other episodes. I am a North Carolina native myself. Yeah. And somehow I just keep finding people from the Charlotte area, um, which I think is funny. And then you, Corey, are you the one that's from the same small town that I am? Because I noticed on your Instagram, a little highlight bubble called Hendersonville. Oh, it's you. Okay. All right. So I am born and raised in Hendersonville. Didn't leave until I went away to college. So Miranda, how long did you live there? When did you move away?
1: I was also born and raised there. So I lived right near like the dish barn, which everybody knows in Hendersonville because it's the one random red barn right off the interstate. So born and raised there lived there up until I went off to college. And we love going back to Hendersonville. We do a lot of Airbnb stays. We spend a lot of time downtown. We have our favorite coffee shops we frequent. Um, Mm -hmm. We also had Biltmore annual passes for a while, but gave those up last year because we just keep going to Disney. But (laughs) I, I just love Hendersonville. It's so cute and
0: quaint. It's a very cute town. And I think that in a lot of ways, it's probably very similar to Main Street USA, right? Yeah. So it's got, for anybody who's never been to Hendersonville, which it's becoming more popular. I've noticed it popping up on like best places to live type lists lately, but it's got just the cutest little downtown area. And I don't know. I spent my whole childhood wanting to leave, (laughs) but- Now that I'm an adult, I'm like, it was really nice. It was a nice place to grow up. So anyway. All right. So we have that connection. All right. Let's get on to your trip details. So am I correct that you all are going down for a 24-hour trip? That is correct. Okay.
2: We're going down um, in celebration of me graduating from fire school.
0: Wow. Okay. Can you tell us about that for a second? Because that sounds difficult. Just give us a snippet of what was that like?
2: Six months. We had a lot of PT in the morning, physical tests in the morning that we did for an hour and a half. And then we went inside the classroom and mm-hmm. did a lot of bookwork. And then we did drills outside on the training grounds. We may have went off to another place to do drills. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that lasted for six months. There's a bunch of tests that we have to go through, a lot of stuff to learn.
0: And so where do you go from there? Are you going to be doing that full-time?
2: Yes. Yes, oh, I will wow. be doing that full-time. I was a teacher for seven years, and I switched over to the fireside of public service. i always wanted to do it, and I'll be starting that in Concord, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be at a station starting, not this coming week, but the next Wow. So we
1: fly back on Sunday night, and he starts his first shift the next morning.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations. That's really exciting <laughs> that you followed your dream and made it happen. Thank you. Very exciting. Okay. So you're going down. What is what is the day that you head down?
1: We head down November 18th. Our flight okay. leaves at noon, and then we are staying at the Boardwalk Villas.
0: Nice. Okay. Have you stayed there before?
1: No, we have not. This will be our first time. So we were going back and forth whether we wanted to do villas or the resort. We ended up Mm -hmm. in the villas. We actually are paying cash for this day because we're out of DVC points for the year. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) So we are paying, but we are excited because it's somewhere new. We love checking out new resorts, even if it's Mm -hmm. just for one or two nights.
0: Yeah. Have you ever rented points before?
1: We have not. I have had friends who rented points. When I talk to friends and stuff, I always say, you know, there's plus and minuses of doing it. The cancellation Mm -hmm. policy makes me really nervous just if something were to happen.
0: Yeah, I get that. I've rented points a couple of times when I didn't want to use my own points because I've been, you know, like, pushing things forward because I have a big trip coming up in um, February where I wanted to be able to get a two-bedroom. So I've had a couple of times where I've rented some points through David's DVC Rental. This is not sponsored. I don't have sponsors yet. So if anybody's looking (laughs) to sponsor the podcast, that would be great. But but I had good experiences with David's DVC Rental. Mm -hmm. It was very well organized. The cancellation policy didn't really bother me because as a DVC member, I understood why that was the way it was and because I was sure that I wasn't going to cancel barring like a tornado or I don't know, like something random happened. Um, then I was like, oh, I guess I'll just eat it if that happens. But otherwise, I'm for sure going. Um, so it was pretty good. And I it was cheaper than paying the cash mm-hmm. price directly to Disney. So I would say if you ever have a situation like that again and you're absolutely certain about your dates and that you're not canceling, look into it because it, it definitely could save you money. For sure. All right. So Boardwalk Villas, you're leaving at noon. I'm imagining that your flight is probably like an hour or something since I can get there in about two and a half.
2: It's an hour and seven minutes. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. we fly this Perfect. trip all the time.
0: okay so what's the plan when you land
1: so we are doing i think we're just gonna uber this time we've Mm -hmm. done a lot of churros recently and we like having a car um yeah but we are going to uber probably just straight over to boardwalk villas and then we have jollywood nights tickets for that night okay we have not decided what we're going to wear because it still looks like it's going to be eighty degrees, so it's really hard to dress Christmassy and it's supposed to be "quote unquote" dapper when it's eighty degrees and hot. So TBD what we wear.
0: All right. Well, you you still have a little time to see like what the weather's going to do and figure it out, but maybe layers just in case.
1: That's what I'm thinking. So we'll go to Boardwalk Villas, probably drop our stuff. Maybe go grab a drink at like Abracadabra or Mm -hmm. one of those. We have not really explored the restaurants on that side of Boardwalk. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be another highlight of this trip. So we'll see what happens, like what time we get there and all of that. But then we're planning on going into Hollywood Studios probably as soon as we get there and start soaking Mm -hmm. it in. Hollywood Studios, I think, is my favorite resort when it or favorite park when it comes to actual Christmas decorations. I love the 50s vibe.
0: Yeah, I love a vintagey Christmas look. Okay. Well, uh, and then you're also going to be able to see the Christmas decorations across the resort, which from what I've seen online are just gorgeous. So I bet that's going to be a lot of fun too.
2: Yeah, so we, about a couple of trips ago, uh, I think it was last year, we went in the Christmas season and we actually went to 11 resorts.
1: 13. 13 resorts. Yeah.
2: To see the Christmas decorations because our goal was to go to as many resorts as we can to see the Christmas trees and the Christmas decorations. This is the, like our favorite time of the year to go to Disney because everywhere is decorated. Each resort has a different Christmas vibe, uh, Mm -hmm. if you want to say that. Uh, each resort has a different Christmas vibe And then the parks, of course Are decorated as well But we actually love the decorations at the resorts
0: Yeah Oh. I would love to get down there And be able to see all the Christmas decorations Specifically the gingerbread house Over at Grand Floridian I, I mean, I feel like I've just only ever watched videos on that. And even though I've never been, I'm like, I feel like I can smell the gingerbread. Um.
1: (laughs) We actually stayed there last year. It was the first weekend in December. We did, Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a girl's trip, which Corey ended up crashing, which it kind of worked out. He was our chauffeur. But (laughs) I will say, I love Grand Floridian. Mm -hmm. I think it is a gorgeous resort. It is a blessing and a curse when the gingerbread house comes. Because it also brings in all the people. So it was so busy. Like just trying to like run down to grab a drink or something. It was very busy. But there is nothing like waking up in the morning and going to Rope Drop Magic Kingdom. And you just walk through the lobby and the smell of gingerbread hits you. It is Mm -hmm. magical. It is lovely. Mm. But that, I love the gingerbread there. I think my personal favorite though is either A, the gingerbread giraffe at Animal Kingdom Lodge is super underrated. He's so cute.
0: I haven't even heard of this, so now I'm going to have to look up a picture of this.
1: Then, also, the beach club has a gingerbread carousel, and each year it's themed different. I can't remember what the theme was last year.
0: I saw what it is this year, though.
1: What is it this year? I don't even know. This year,
0: it is uh, like World Showcase with the DuckTales Adventure theming combined in with it because um, my friend Jeanette, who was on uh, the very first episode um, of the podcast, is obsessed with the DuckTales Adventure over in World Showcase. And so I immediately sent it to her. I was like, you have to go see this when you're there. (laughs) It was the Little
2: Mermaid when we were there.
1: Yes. So Mm. each horse was a different, like, King Triton or Ariel or something It was really cute.
0: That's cool that they change it up every year, too, because even if you're somebody who goes – at that time of year regularly, it gives you something new to look forward to. But then there's probably a lot of things that are the same every year that people are excited to see the same thing because it's, you know, nostalgic. Well, I can't wait to see all your pictures that you're going to be taking, I'm sure. So you are doing Jollywood Nights. Can you tell me like what time normally, like what time does the park open for Jollywood Nights for people who don't have a, a day pass or an annual? pass or some way to get in beforehand
1: yeah so the party starts at eight thirty p.m and the park mm-hmm. opens to guests without a park reservation or park ticket for the day at 7 p.m so okay. it is a little bit different than Mickey's very merry Christmas party or something because they mm-hmm. get in like three hours early yeah we watched the live stream last night from Resort TV One, who we love. Um, mm-hmm, love them. The, yes, for the first night of Jollywood Nights, just to try to figure out what are the things we definitely want to hit. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be, we plan on going to the park before that. I've not figured out wristband distribution inside the park yet. Mm-hmm. I, like I know where they are for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in the park. Mm -hmm. But we'll ask when we get there and figure out where we need to go so we don't have to go back out front to get our wristbands to go back Mm -hmm. in. So, uh, yes, party is from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. So it's only four hours.
0: Okay. What are your priorities for the party? And maybe just a little overview of the things that you know are specifically only for the party.
1: You want to talk about it or you want me to?
0: You can talk
1: about this Okay. So this party is, it seems to be a little bit more geared toward adults. There's a lot of food and beverage. There's a few character meet and greets, which are unique. So Powerline Max and Phineas and Herb are like the two big ones. There's also a Frozone meet and greet. So, I have a feeling we'll go meet Powerline Max because we're both big fans of him. So that's probably a priority. There are also a lot of different musical artists which are scattered around. So there is a, it's like a 20s flapper themed cocktail bar vibe at Mm -hmm. the little courtyard area right outside of Hollywood's uh, Tower of Terror.
0: Oh, Oh, that would be really cool.
1: So it's a four-piece band and then a singer. So I watched them on the live stream last night. They sounded wonderful, but it's just like Mm -hmm. a really cool vibe back in that little courtyard area. And then over by ABC commissary area, there is a Latin-inspired one. So Mm -hmm. I think they have like bongo drums and stuff like that. It's more of like a fiesta theme. So I have a feeling we'll check out a decent amount of the music. There are rides open, of course, but I have a feeling like we won't really be riding rides. Rise of Resistance is open with a virtual queue only, but I don't really want to waste my party time riding Rise of Resistance. So I think Mm -hmm. music will be our priority and then all of the drinks and stuff. Mm -hmm. There are some really unique food and drinks At Baseline Tap House, Hollywood Brown Derby, even some of the Joffrey's locations. One of the things we had wanted to do was there's a, it's a jazzy holidays at the Hollywood Brown Derby. We've actually never ate at Hollywood Brown Derby. So we had planned on doing that. They're doing a virtual queue for it. So when you get there, you basically have to go up to... Hollywood Brown Derby and do like you were doing a like a walk up, like a
0: Gideon's type of thing where you like walk up and put yourself on a a list. Yeah, so it's like a
1: virtual queue sort of thing. They're doing that and they have special cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and stuff. I they may change it over the next couple days. You know, Disney will tweak things, Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to be this jazzy. 20s flapper vibe and they have a pianist in there they're playing music all of that Mm -hmm. last night though it sounds like it is still very hollywood brown derby fashion in the sense of like you go in and you sit down and -hmm. are served so i still want to go but we may decide depending on how long the wait is and stuff if it's worth us giving up party time to go sit and eat and drink in Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm-hmm.
0: If that makes sense. Uh, yeah, totally.
1: Fun, but yeah. I don't know if we want to waste an hour sitting there.
2: There's also three shows.
1: Um, oh yeah.
2: There are three shows. One show is Disney's Disney holidays in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a vintage uh, Christmas special that they did mm-hmm. back in like the fifties or 20, uh-huh. or you know, back in the day Mm-hmm. Um, where they had like the Christmas commercials, and they had vintage like Hollywood TV specials if you want to call it. So that's with Tiana, Belle, Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas outfits, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Kermit and Miss Piggy actually host the event. What? We watched
1: it. Yeah, we watched <laughs> it on the live stream last night. Uh huh. It was adorable. It was so cute.
2: It's so, worth. where
0: does this show take place?
2: That takes place where the sh- the Beauty and the Beast show uh-huh. takes place. Oh, okay, okay. In
0: front of Fantasmic.
2: Yeah. So that takes place there, um, and that is where you have to get in a. You have to sign up for it, or
1: I don't think you have to sign up for that one. But that's the one I think you have to be there early for because the capacity is limited limited due to the seats. Sure. And so. They said that is the one that you actually need to get there early for.
2: There's And there's a lot of singers and dancers in it. So mm-hmm. they had a lot of choreography, like dancing. Mm-hmm. It was
0: actually phenomenal when I was watching
2: last night.
1: I was a dancer, so I love some good some. Good oh sh- my gosh.
0: Well, okay. Side note, Hendersonville talk. Where did you dance?
1: So it used to be Merle's Dance Place and then became Relevé.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. I I was a Pat Shepard girl.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And I I used to know like back in the day, Merle was with Pat and then she did her own studio. So, yep. All right. Insider talk. I love that. (laughs) Small little world. I know.
2: (laughs) The second show. um, So you have the holiday show, but you also have the... uh, What's this? Tim Burton's Nightmare Before
0: Christmas sing along. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And you guys. So, hold on. Like, everything you're saying, I'm like, I need to go to this party.
1: <laughs> Just fly down this weekend and come with us. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> no so good deal. This one This one says it, like, takes
2: in the Hyperion Theater. So, that's
1: mm-hmm. where Frozen is, right? So it's,
2: it's where Frozen mm-hmm. is. And so, it takes place in there. And Jack, like, Jack comes out on the the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Jack comes out on one of the shows there. Well, the same Jack comes out like a big puppet comes mm-hmm. out and you do a sing along with him. And that, uh, it's kind of one of the last shows. Mm-hmm. There's one more show after that, but like, that's like kind of towards the end of the night.
1: Isn't it Boogie in it too.
2: Oogie Boogie may be in this one. I'm not exactly sure because he is a Halloween guy character.
1: He loves oogie boogie um
2: <laughs> so there's like two songs it says actually you're right oogie boogie himself comes out oh, okay so oogie boogie does come out in this one so there's two songs you sing with them
0: mm-hmm. there's that show
2: and then there's a show on the chinese theater okay, okay. that is jingle bell jingle
0: bam
1: yeah so the fireworks show
0: Yeah, and that's the one I've heard the most about because people are kind of obsessed with Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. (laughs) They
2: used to have, and I think they still do, where they'll put like projections up on the Tower of Terror, like Christmas Mm -hmm. decorations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have like a little, you know, 30-second show that they Mm -hmm. still do. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is on the Chinese Mm -hmm. theater.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that sounds really cool. And is there an opportunity to meet Santa Claus?
1: I don't think there's a Santa at this one.
0: Uh, is he at Mickey's Very Merry?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so he's at Mickey's Very Merry. And then he also has his stay over there at Disney Springs as well. Okay. And both of those have virtual queue options. I, I know Disney Springs has a virtual queue option. Mm-hmm. I think during Very Merry Christmas Party, you just wait in line. Yeah. So okay. that line I know can get long.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: But yes, so we're very excited for the party. We've done the Christmas party. We've done the Halloween party. So when a new mm-hmm. party came along, Corey was like, I want to do a party. Oh. He, he loves the after hours party event.
0: Uh-huh. It did
1: pretty busy last night though. So I'm interested to see the crowd level. I mean, we're not going for rides, Mm -hmm. but
0: that makes a difference. I think like, I think that Mm -hmm. sometimes, especially like you have the benefit of having the annual pass and getting to go a lot. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I have to cram everything into this one night, but people who don't go very often, or maybe like don't even have a normal park ticket who only have this party ticket, I would imagine that there's a sense of like I have this many hours and I'm going to do everything that this park can give me in those four hours.
2: Going back to the character meet and greets, Mm
0: -hmm. the uh,
2: character meet and greets, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto on their Christmas outfits are at one location. Like I think think you take separate photos with each one of them.
0: That's nice. Very efficient.
2: That's a holiday greeting. So I think you go through – like the line Mm -hmm. Um, where does that happen at the this one happens they don't have a specific location for this Hmm. one it's a it's it's somewhere in a
0: park
1: oh animation Uh, courtyard that's back there where frozone and them like normally meet i think yeah it's
0: like a dead end right next to the entrance to toy story
1: it used to be the entrance to the old Toy Story naming. Correct. They Correct.
0: But now it's just like, you know what? It's it's a great place now to go and get away from the crowds and have a little bit of quiet. <laughs>
2: yes. And then also at Echo Lake, there is Powerline Max, the Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale. Mm-hmm. And Phineas and Ferb. And then there's um, at Pixar Place, you can go uh, meet Edna Mode, and, uh, Edna Mode and Frizzle. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, all right. Oh, wait, Animation Courtyard. Is that in front of Muppets? Actually, that is in front of Muppets. Yeah, yeah, because Pixar Place is the dead end. Yes. Pixar Place is the dead end. Animation Courtyard is the courtyard in front of Muppets where it has the, I think it's a Miss Piggy fountain. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. The last time I was there, they were doing a bunch of construction right there too, so. They still are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see what that's like and how easy it is to get in and out.
0: So. Okay. All right. Well, now I have to uh, have some snack talk with you. Any snacks that are specific to the party that you are looking forward to?
1: So there's a few cocktails I'm interested in. There's one with um, Crown Royal whiskey with ginger beer, grapefruits, cranberry, and orange uh-huh. juice. I think it sounds good. I will be honest with you. I am gluten-free. Oh, okay. Therefore, a lot of the snacks are really hard for me to eat. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things Corey will like, though.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm actually excited for the the Gertie cookie. I
0: haven't seen this. Describe it for us. So the Gertie cookie is
2: a. It's basically a sugar cookie, but it looks like, if you don't know who Gertie is, Gertie is the dinosaur in, at Echo Lake, um, mm-hmm. right across from Indiana Jones. Spectacular. It's not spectacular. Mm-hmm. And Gertie is an iconic Hollywood Studios character,
0: mm-hmm. and she gets dressed up for Christmas. She gets yeah. dressed up
2: for Christmas, puts <laughs> on the Santa hat, uh, and then there's big ornaments in the lake,
1: so mm-hmm. it's a
2: good photo op. But that's what I'm excited for because I do love Gertie, and I think mm-hmm. it's just cute that they add her into uh, into the show. And then there is a lot of food at the holiday, the de- day. De- de- the Holiday de Fiesta, Mexican okay. commissary.
1: Holiday Fiesta in La Calle. So Holiday Fiesta in the street. There we go. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs>
2: and I love Mexican food, Hispanic food. I love mm. all that. And yeah. so I'm excited for to try each. There's not a specific food from that spot that I want to try. It's just I kind of want to try all of it.
0: So how do you do with that, Miranda? Like, Because a lot of the Mexican food it has like a corn base. Are you able to take part in those kind of snacks?
1: I can do corn base. So like they have, I was just looking there. So at the Holiday Fiesta in La Calle, there's chicken empanadas with street corn, which I know you'll like. Mm-hmm. But they have a yucca con chicharron. So like the fried pork belly with yucca pickled onions and then a yellow pepper aioli it sounds really good so I normally can do stuff like that Mm -hmm. a lot of times I will just walk up to the counter and I ask them hey do you have the allergy binder if they do not they'll say oh I don't but let me call the chef and I've never had an issue with that I have to do the same thing at pretty much any of the festivals at Epcot
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm kind of used to it. I feel bad when people are traveling with this because it takes me a little longer to get my food. He's kind of used to it now. But most of the time, they label plant-based items very well. They do Mm -hmm. not label gluten-free items very well because the suppliers change so frequently.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I will be interested to hear if like what recommendations you might have for like restaurants that are particularly gluten-free friendly because when I go on my big trip in February, my sister is celiac and she's never been to Disney before and I'm so excited and I've been, you know, talking up how good they are with allergies, but I'm like, I need to do my homework before that trip so that I can make sure that every place we go has some options for her.
2: So the really cool thing that we love about Disney is I'm not gluten free. Mm -hmm. So I never had to deal with dealing with food allergies. When you go to Disney, you actually are taken care of to a T by the servers and by the kitchen staff or the chef, the chef will come out. If you say you're gluten free, the chef will come out and go over the menu with you, go over what you can and can't have and will specifically hold your hand throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. And they always have some kind of allergy friendly option at each place. So at every place that you have, there'll be an allergy friendly menu. Um, And this is where she can eat fried chicken and feel like a normal person. Wow. You cannot go wrong when you go to Disney with any food allergies. While mm-hmm. we're on
1: it, my favorite restaurants in each park, real quick for gluten-free stuff. Not in general, but gluten.
0: Perfect. I need this. Thank you.
1: Magic Kingdom, Skipper Canteen, by far the one of the best restaurants on property. It's an Asian flair. So mm-hmm. they have something called it tastes like chicken because it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fried chicken with fried rice they just changed the recipe a little bit but it's delicious Mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios probably has my least favorite restaurants out of any park to be honest with you but ABC Commissary has had salads sandwiches they're a really good Greek salad it's been fun Mm -hmm. Epcot Coral Reef recently has been delicious we've really enjoyed it and then Animal Kingdom, Tusker House always does a really good job, but we basically never eat sit-down meals at Animal Kingdom because we end up spending hours at Nomad Lounge because they have gluten-free churros.
0: I have that on the list. She has to have the gluten-free churros. The gluten-free churros do not taste gluten-free. I mean, I don't know what I think gluten tastes like, but <laughs> they, they don't taste like allergy churros. They are just simply the best. So
1: yes. And they have this chicken and rice bowl with mushrooms and stuff. We normally split it and get sliders. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. And the mm-hmm. service is great. It's a nice, another nice, quiet place to get away from the crowds. It's a great little escape.
0: Nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Yeah. I I have never had to navigate Disney with somebody with an allergy before. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm counting down the days. I have a a few months left to do all my homework. So.
1: Well, reach out if you need anything.
0: I definitely will. I definitely will.
1: (laughs) A wheelhouse.
0: All right. Anything else that is uh, something that you want to share about uh, the party or if not, then what are your other plans until when you have to leave?
1: anything else with the party really just
2: excited to do something that's new mm.
1: mm-hmm. and hollywood
2: studios needed a nighttime spectacular there mm-hmm. magic kingdom has the party epcot has everything at night that you epcot's can do always
1: a party they're always a party yeah
2: <laughs> animal kingdom is not open too late at night so mm-hmm. hollywood studios needed something over there
0: mm-hmm. and so we're
2: excited just to try something new mm-hmm. see what it's all about and probably make it a tradition if this continues yeah. on
0: yeah do you think you'll stay all the way till the end yes
1: we paid that much money I feel like we gotta <laughs> stay to the end and I do I'm not afraid to like talk about the price of these because the Hardy tickets for this I want to say were hundred and seventy dollars each or mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark yeah. so they were not cheap right and you can buy an entire park day f- ticket for that price so There are some exclusive items. You are really going for the ambiance and the music and the meet and greet. So I think that's also why it's important to go in with a plan to -hmm. say, hey, these are the three things I want to prioritize. At the end of the day, you know, it's not a cheap night. So we will Mm -hmm. stay to the end and get every penny out of it.
0: Are you, I didn't ask before, when you go to the party, I my assumption was that you'd be walking over to Hollywood Studios. Is that the case? And if so, will you walk back at the end of the night?
1: Yes, walk back. Because I also just learned I'm a part of several different Facebook groups, but I'm also part of several travel agency groups too. I'm mm-hmm. also a travel agent. With that, I had assumed that... The Skyliner would be open to the Skyliner resorts or the boats would be open. That's not the case. It's only going to be buses after this party from Hollywood Studios. Oh, wow. So I think that's for us, it's not going to affect us that much. Right. We stay at Pop Century a lot for things like the Skyliner or Riviera being our home resort. So I think a lot of people had to shift transportation plans. But even if we mm-hmm. wanted to grab the boat, we can't. So okay. it's either walk or bus. So yeah. we'll probably walk, though.
0: It's a super easy walk. I, I think you you'll have no problem with that. I the only thing I would wonder, and I'm assuming it's going to be fine, is how much light is going to be on the path at that time of night. I know I've walked it at night before. I just I can't recall. Um, but I I don't I don't remember feeling unsafe. So I'm sure it's lit pretty well. Okay. All right. Well, this is very, very exciting. So uh, before we go on, you said that you're a travel planner. Do you want to just tell us where you do that through, like how people would be able to find you? Are you with a specific agency?
1: So I work for 101 Vacations Travel Agency. It's based out of the Charlotte area, but we have travel agents all over the nation. We do a lot of Disney and a lot of Universal Mm -hmm. But we also focus in the luxury travel space, whether that's safaris or European adventures or Asia, literally the world is your oyster. I'm working (laughs) on an Australia trip for a client right now. So you can find out more information either at our Disney Instagram, which is Bippity Boppity Benfields, Mm -hmm. our last name, or... I have another travel agency Instagram and it's Miranda 101 vacations. So you'll see some different content between the two. The Bibbidi-Bobby Benfields is pretty much strictly Disney. Mm-hmm. Trip reports, following along on our antics while we're in the parks. We kind of post like if we're having a contest of which of Corey's collared shirts should he wear to the parks for this event, like that sort of thing. So we have fun with it.
0: Okay. Well, we'll definitely put both of those in the show notes. So people okay. don't need to go searching. We'll we'll have links to those. Awesome. So how did you get started in that?
1: Well, I have, like I said, always loved Disney. And I had a lot of friends and family ask, hey, can you help us plan our Disney trip? Mm-hmm. That turned into, well, I'm working on a lot of people's trips now, but I'm not really in control of them. I'm just, you know, helping them plan and strategize and writing park plans and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: friend actually started with the agency first and she said, you know, you should really join the agency with me. You know, all this Disney stuff, it's easy for you and you're basically already doing it. Mm-hmm. Now you can get paid for it. So I decided to join August of 2022 and it is so fun I do it as almost like my creative outlet my stress relief Mm -hmm. Um, it's just so fun to work with families or couples even talking about like what their dreams are for their Disney trip and helping that come to fruition I love it for other locations too like Australia or Africa, those are fun too. But there's something so sweet about planning a family's first trip to Disney to take their kiddo. Mm-hmm. So those moments have been really fun. So I joined and I just love it. Corey is always saying, like, is there something I can help you research or what about dining recommendations for this family? And so he gets in on it too some. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say something sweet about planning a Disney vacation for someone because I, I think all of us Disney fans will frequently be doing that—the kind of thing for friends. But also, I would say that it almost sounds like it would be easier to plan your own trip to Australia than it would be to be a first timer at Disney again without help. So oh, I
1: know. <laughs> it is so. It was so much. I actually had friends who. They used to go to the gym with us. They Mm -hmm. went on, they booked their trip. Then they were like, I do not know what I'm doing. How do we get this transferred to you? How do you take it over? Because we have no clue. And then they just got back and they literally said, there is no way we could have done it without you because we had our park plan for the day. We knew where to go to for certain things. We knew which rides to hit first. We knew we needed a virtual queue for this or we needed to do Genie Plus for Magic Kingdom because there's so many rides. So yeah, it is, there's a lot of stuff with Disney. It's hard to keep up.
0: I have two separate friends who are should be getting back from Disney either today or tomorrow who both reached out to me and were like, please help me. I mean, I spent separately with each of these friends like at, an hour on the phone. Uh-huh. And at the end of it, one of them texted me and was like, I feel like I've, just gotten my master's in Disney because of how much we had to go over and I learned. And <laughs> I guess if you're having to explain that kind of thing to people all the time, you probably have like a cadence to, like, okay, this is what I need to talk about first or whatever. It's complicated. It's really complicated. Um, so, and I yeah. wish it weren't so.
1: I love the agency I work for. We have created. compilation of documents that we send Mm -hmm. out in email whether it is all right how are you getting from the airport to the park here are Mm -hmm. some options let's talk about it stroller rental dining reservations genie plus we literally have documents for everything Mm -hmm. whether you should use a magic band or not even little things that for people who go all the time it's like oh yeah, just get the magic band. But for somebody who's never been, it's like, what is a magic band? Why do you need it? So it's helpful to have those conversations and those spark a lot of other conversations of, oh, the magic band. Okay. Now what do we use that for? How do we use it? And just, Mm -hmm. it allows me to have even more touch points with my clients in the, Sense of making sure they have the information, but they're also comfortable to reaching out to me because I send them so much information. They're like, oh, no. yeah, I saw this and it made me think of this other thing. So that's one thing I really enjoy talking to clients about is all of the logistics. I have a family of 14 that leaves on Tuesday, actually. Oh my God. That's <laughs> yes. They're staying in a two bedroom at Wilderness Lodge and a studio. Uh And there's eight adults and six kids. So there's going to be a lot of little ones running around.
0: Wow. That sounds like a little bit, uh, I don't know, of insanity to me, (laughs) like a lot of people in a room. And that's got to be just such a game of Tetris to try to plan for a group that big. So having somebody kind of in your corner to do it for you is is probably not just a a, you know a want but a need
1: (laughs) their dining reservations alone were a tetris because a group of 14 you know disney really only books tables up to six or eight Mm -hmm. so they have six four four or six six and two it's Mm -hmm. all over the place i was like just show up and tell them you're all together show up early say hey we're all together it will Mm -hmm. it'll work out i promise but it is Tetris indeed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Miranda, Corey, it has been a pleasure talking through your plans. And I can't wait to talk to you when you get back and hear all about this magical trip. I would like to request lots of Christmassy photos. And mm-hmm. if you can make it happen, I would love a picture of the Gertie cookie in front of the actual Gertie. That would be a must. Yeah. We okay. Can Okay. Yeah. As long resist the urge to eat the cookie. (laughs) Get the photo first. I will
2: picture comes (laughs) first before eating anything at Disney.
1: Phone always eats first at Disney. You can also get it served with mint ice cream, so I can eat the ice cream and he can have the cookie.
0: Oh, perfect! Win-win. Okay. All right. Well, we will talk to you both when you get back.
1: Sounds good.
0: Well, that will wrap up this episode. You can find Miranda's information in the show notes in case you'd like to reach out to her to get her assistance planning your trip. As always, the post-trip report is ready and waiting for you. I never want to leave you hanging. Before you go, please consider rating or reviewing the podcast, and I would appreciate it if you would share it with friends. Until next time, keep daydreaming about where you long to be.